Yo! What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another fine episode of In the Paint. Joining us today in studio, all the way from Delran, New Jersey, we have the boys from, really, actually, before I even get started, pioneers, I should really say, um, the pioneers of In The Paint Podcast, none other than Delran's finest, all systems go, Joe, Dean, Matt, guys, how are you? Doing okay. Doing good, thanks. I am great, thanks. <laughs> Wonderful. We Wonderful. are we're missing Devin. You are missing Devin. Three fourths. I should have said three fourths. Um, it kind of slipped my mind. But, <laughs> like talk of the city, it's not all systems go. It's three fourths systems go. <laughs> Most systems go. <laughs> Majority systems of go. If that makes sense. And as always, Mario, happy fiftieth. Uh, yeah, man. The um, big five zero. Co-hosting over 50 here. Shows, man. And not even a year's time, man. It's a testament to some hard work. Shout out to you, man. Cheers to everyone in this room. Um, yeah. I'm glad that uh, you know we're all in here together and uh, podcasting right now. And really, just hanging out mm. and having a good time. Where's this bottle opener at? Um, <laughs> so, fellas. Um, you guys have, uh, like I said, to, to start the show, you guys are like the pioneers of this show. Looking back on, uh, you know, the way everything started, man, it, it was so, um, it was so bizarre. Looking back on that, uh, that that podcast you guys came into, and um, you know, I feel like without that, um, you know, it it it, it could have went really either way, um, and and you guys definitely. Uh, you know, came in here, you you were super willing. I mean, you know, obviously, we, you know, we played the show at Red Door Studios, yep. which was mm-hmm. awesome. Um, but, you know, coming on this show, uh, you know, back, what, when was that, like June? It was June, mm. right before we put the Mom Jeans video up. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so back in June, you guys coming on here, pioneering it. Um, you know, I'm happy to have you guys back on. Um, you know, really, I mean, how, how have you guys been since, uh, I mean, Matt, I know you've been on, uh, since, mm-hmm. since then, but, um, guys, uh, right now, as, as, as we sit here, the rhythm section currently <laughs> outweighs the lead guys. Quote, unquote. <laughs> yeah. The rhythm section. Yeah. We're outnumbering the lead guys. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh geez. I didn't even realize. Hell yeah. <laughs> you guys it's, too. So I said, I was like, you know, like being the bass player, I'm like, I got to do something to make myself like known. So I got a co-host with John. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, oh, man. That's great. Absolutely, man. So that's something I definitely wanted to point out from the jump. So Matt, don't think about any shenanigans. All right. Um, <laughs> We got the numbers. No funny business. Join the dark side. Come play the rhythm section. (laughs) Come to the rhythm. Um, No, but guys, um, like I said, I appreciate you know the first show. I appreciate you know uh, you guys being back in studio and um, you know how's everything been since uh, you know since the last podcast. You know, let uh, you know how's everything been? Yeah, really. Well, these guys have been going to grad school. Uh, I've just been uh, working at my old warehouse job, but. um, 
It's uh, it's been going all right. I um, I did a little online music festival this summer. I started taking bass guitar lessons. Lord knows I needed them. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, I mean, uh, I but, hear that, uh, man. I yeah, hear that. yeah. Hey, man, I just been uh, you know slapping and popping. But uh, you know, slapping um, and pop. That's that's what they call it on the slap give it the, the, the slap is the burp and the pop is the. Burp. There you go. Right, so. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Uh, uh, we got to play live, well, semi-live. We got to play a live stream in August together, which was cool. Um, we had hadn't really, we were putting videos together, but that was the only time we, I guess, I, is that public publicly played um, throughout yeah. the whole summer? I mean, it's not like we can go back and fix our mistakes, so I think that counts <laughs> as public and live. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sort of yeah. We did hype it up really well, like the, as mm-hmm. that being like I guess our only show, or like you know. That we were all readily available, all four of us, to play full. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah man. Um, what show was that specifically? That was the Elephant Talk Fest at the beginning of August. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Uh, that was in the... Uh, whose living room was that in? That was in my garage. Or your garage. Yeah. yeah we yeah. tried playing in the living room, and like we couldn't get a good place to set the phone down. Because we don't have... like you, I know you guys do like the whole DI thing and run everything through the system. We don't have that. Um... So, like, trying to balance the sound out, we ended up switching to the garage and, like, pointing the amps away from the phone and putting the vocal speakers in such a way that they were more monitors. Right. Where, like, if the front of the speaker is here going this way, then the phone would be behind it kind of thing. But the way that it ended up working out, I think we got a pretty good sound out of, like, playing in the garage, you know? Yeah. Taking it back to the roots. Yeah. Yeah. Playing in the garage. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, no, I mean, I, I, I think it sounded good. I checked that out. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It was I definitely can't. fire. I mean, I remember, dude, I mean, grassroots, man. Um, you know, the live stream that we did, our, our, our you know, our first live stream is just like, was from a computer and In a, that other and room over there. Yeah. 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 It, it, it's crazy. Um, you know, to see, to, you know, to, to see that it, it's crazy setting all this up. Um, you know, to, you know, just in an age of such a freaking everything's digital man you know me and mario were talking about this earlier everything is everything is digital everything is so complicated and every day it's just getting more and more advanced man and it's like you know you know one thing i do think that uh is an advantage of that though is yeah it's like a pain to figure out and yeah sometimes you got to like kind of get a hold of some good equipment but um it kind of does enable uh like the little guy to put out content a lot better Mm. because you know back in the 70s how are you going to produce your own album if you don't have like the whole studio now i mean you got you know billy eilish putting out the hottest album of the year like whatever last year or the year before whatever it was you know that uh you know, her brother produced in his bedroom or whatever it was. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I yeah. mean, yeah, man. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree with you, and, and that's something that we talked about um, uh, a couple shows ago, or maybe yeah, even the last show um, about you know just like ha- like right now, like how everything is literally digital. Um, you know, like we we are like just pretty much like living virtually, um, in in a sense. It's it's kind of kind of crazy to think about, but. Um, in, in a way, it, 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 it allows the little guy, yeah, like you were saying, dude, to, to get ahead. You know what I mean? And it was the the show we did with Sweet Echo is when we talked about it, um, right? Just right. like being self produced. I mean, like you said, mm-hmm. you can yeah. nowadays you can get a quality production, you know, quality sounding record out from your house. And you know, for for bands like us that are local and unsigned, it's been a blessing. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, you've and you guys have, you know, uh, 
been kind of you know pushing that um as far as what you're doing with your covers shout out to you joe for your covers man that uh you know your last drum cover dude i mean from all your covers that you guys do i mean that's self-produced uh that's something that we were talking about um when you were here with justin um you know just getting into that you know putting on that producer hat you know what i mean yeah Yeah. like especially this year between and we have something coming up that's kind of relevant to this too um between doing the um the youtube the split screen covers and then the playthrough videos um because i've seen a lot of uh bigger bands like their individual members kind of do that i feel like we could have done that earlier on in the pandemic but Mm. i don't know we have it out now so um yeah being able to sit down into logic and especially after kind of like produce not producing per se but like sort of tracking our first album like i did that um through logic but um also in such a way back then where i didn't really know what i was doing and kind of like figuring it out right now so going back to this content that i would say i would say our cover videos have better production than like the mm. tracking our first album honestly yeah, um going back into this software and just kind of like already knowing what to do right and with the playthrough videos, it hasn't been so much as, like since, you know, it's just one instrument kind of thing at a time. It hasn't been so much mixing, but for especially the guitar and the bass video that I did, kind of like learning how to like uh, um, like makeshift mastering, right. I guess, like right. you just using the plugins and logic because there's no like I, I don't have any like actual like mastering equipment or anything. But, you know, trying to like learn each bit of the process, I guess. Well, I mean, um, not to get too nerdy, but um, the the way I learned, not like, because I haven't to be to be fair, I haven't actually tried this. But as far as mastering, from what I've observed, I guess is just taking the track that you have recorded, throwing it like opening up opening up a new track, and then just throwing like some plugins on there, like uh, you know maybe a little bit more compression, uh, maybe a boost on the EQ. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. So what that is, is like, like I wish Jamie was here cause he'd, pro- he'd probably shout out to Jamie. He would probably uh, tell yeah. me I'm wrong or something or I'm missing <laughs> a lot of it. But, um, um, basically mastering the track that you're talking about is the stereo out. So right. the whole mix of the song, like taking the whole, like all 12 or whatever tracks, mixed together on its own track the sound that's coming out collectively and putting plugins on that yeah and then making taking some bits of that sound out like taking the low end like the way low end that you won't hear anyway and making room for other um like frequencies Frequencies, into yeah yeah. and then like being able to get the 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 bullshit out and bring the whole track up to make it like louder i guess right like more full and brighter too right yeah, man. Um, it, it it's crazy because it's uh, you know, um, le- like probably like you know when you when you guys first started like as a band, would, I mean, would you have ever have thought that like, you know, I mean, maybe it, it might have been like you know, kind of like you know, a, a goal to eventually get like a studio and do these like self production things, but would you ever have thought like it could turn into like a full time you know sort of thing where you're like now having to you know adapt to this you know putting out content learning how to put plugins on a master track when on a stereo out you know what i mean like well our original demo tracks joe was our producer 
for that way back yeah. in the day, mm-hmm. like 2016, 2017. When we really didn't know what we were doing. But <laughs> he had a two like a two track interface that a two prong or whatever. Yeah, yeah. When we upgraded to a, a bigger one to record the drums, and uh, we did that all together, and we did our best to track them the best that we could. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and then if... Matt did a lot of the producing for um, the guitar stuff, the bass stuff, going forward, the vocal stuff. I think I left my my vocal mic behind for them to uh, for them to use for the vocal track. Yeah, for the cool. album. But uh, I guess we never thought that. Well, we tried that, and it was like, eh, the quality wasn't exactly what we expected. Maybe we're not as good as this as we expected. Uh, to be so we we went the the recording route for the EP you know we went to Blue Light we had a great experience there we learned a lot I think just sitting in the studio with Jamie um, yeah for sure and then when this all hit we're like well we have some of those skills we've done it in an okay way where we can build upon that we've right. learned some things from Jamie so we kind of put some things together um, along with some some humble googling I would <laughs> <Yeah>. say <laughs> to start putting out some of this uh, content. 100%. But if you look back to 2016, like when we were first doing it, I think we would, we'd probably be looking for other people to do all that stuff for us. You know, like mm-hmm. we were, we were paying other people to make um, show flyers for us. And yeah. it's like, we could, you know, we could do that ourselves now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But actually putting in like a good amount of money, like our first few amounts of like show flyers that we had um and now i do this on apple pages like it's a pretty good program for not being adobe illustrator i think yeah Uh, (laughs) um but we've we've paid a good amount just to have like kind of basic show flyers i guess you know and then realizing over time like oh wait we could do that this ourselves kind of thing yeah although at this point now i would still want to go to a studio if we were producing like a full Something oh, yeah. that was something that we would put on Spotify. I wouldn't want to self-record that. Just definitely, just yeah. as a as a personal thing. Mm. For content creation, what we've been doing seems to work okay. But yeah. for for records, you know. Yeah, I, I, I'm like you know the same. The, the have the same mindset on that. It's you know if I'm gonna put it on Spotify, um, you know that's that's got to sound a plus. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, and yeah. and not that. You know, you guys can't get a sound or I can't get a sound that is up there. But, you know, it's almost now it's it's, you know, doing doing it yourself and learning on the fly. Um, Especially right now, it's kind of like, you know, we were so used to just playing music and now it's like having to learn all this. It's you know, it's been awesome. Don't get me wrong um, to learn it because. It's just a great skill to know, you know, in general. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, I no, but I, I definitely agree with, agree with you with, uh, you know, if I'm going to put it on Spotify, it, it it's going to sound sonically, it's going to sound crisp as fucking balls. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's no, uh, there's no replacing the work that a professional producer does. Like, yeah. you know, if you've worked with even more than a handful of producers in your life, like, you know, the, the good ones, like, are really valuable, like, you know. Yes. Yeah. They, they, you know, they provide, you know, input, um, and just what they're able to do. Um, and, and essentially it's just like a, an extra, it's a fresh set of ears. It, exactly. Yeah. yeah I mean, so at the important. end of the day, like, you know, having a self, you know, having a self produced, you know, having a studio where you can produce demos is good because it, it saves you time in the studio where you're going to the, you're going to the engineer and the producer and going, okay, this is what we got. This is the vision, you know, how can you make this sonically sound like what we want? And then, you know, you're, you're saving time because now you have the tracks written, you have them rehearsed and ready to go. 
So it's good in that sense. But I, I agree with you guys. Like you know, at the end of the day, there's you can't put a price tag on a a well you know a well trained ear of a producer that knows mm-hmm. what they're doing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but uh, dude, I you know it's crazy, man. Uh, with a Crolian, uh, Dylan self produced that, and that Dylan Dylan was our engineer and producer for that album. Mm. Yeah, yeah, man. He he um he put in a lot of hours, um over the last year, and um even through the pandemic, like when we really couldn't, like we had a bulk of the record done, um, and when the pandemic hit, we had to stop for a bit and he you know he was quarantining with his family um down in May's Landing um yeah and he he just kind of took it upon himself to kind of finish up you know mixing and mastering the record and putting it out for us and mm-hmm. you know shout out to that I mean that I you know it came out great yeah for yeah. being a home you know for being a home studio self-produced album it came out like pretty you know sonically really Fire. well great it came out really like I'm really happy that you know, for the quality we got, you know what I mean. It's great. Yeah, he did a great job. Yeah, and it just brings it, you know, kind of full circle to, you know, what you could do. Um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it's cool and it's awesome. It's awesome going to a producer, a hundred percent. But um, it's just it's amazing what you could do. You know with yourself and especially now, you know, through quarantine and everything like that, where you've had to, you know, adjust and adapt to, you know, uh, self-producing yourselves. It, you know, it's bringing me around to my point. It's where you're, you guys have, have done, you know, this amazing work, like this body of work, you know what I mean? Um, through the covers all the way back, which I want to shout out too. Uh, congratulations! I know it was one year anniversary on um, the you. waiting room. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's fucking huge, man. Um, you know. Uh, Thanks, yeah, dude. Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. That's that's big shit, dude. Um, you know, and it's just it's it's interesting. It's going to be interesting moving forward. I think. Um, I I'm curious to see what you guys have you know have to say, but um. As far as, you know, possibly self-producing yourselves. Because, I mean, dude, the, like, like I said, the sound is fucking there. You know what I mean? The sound is 100% there. It's just a matter of if you want to add the element of a producer, which, like I said, there's nothing wrong with. But So as far as that goes, I can tell you, I want to tell you guys something, but I want, to, I want it to be off air. We kind of have something in our back pocket as far as that goes, like working with okay. potentially someone. But because of how it came about, I don't want to like publicly announce it or anything. So kind of keep it on the down low. Okay. But but as far as new ideas and demos for sure, because I had mentioned on the last podcast when I was here with Justin, I got my new setup in my bedroom. Yeah. With the two speakers and the it's sick desk time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like something that I like while all four of us are home, I do want to be able to at least have a couple demos of the new ideas that we've had around for a while Mm. um and a bare minimum get the drums done before you go back to school um in january um and then also we're doing a what is it like we got invited to do a blink 182 20 20 year anniversary of take off your pants and jacket like a comp or something like that so that so something like that that is something that I'm planning on self-producing. Like, it's one song. We can all learn it. Um, like, we have the equipment to make it sound, like, like pretty decent. 
and like all to put in the extra hours and stuff just to make it like polish it and stuff and make sure that it sounds like 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 our covers are like I would say pretty good like quality like relatively speaking yeah. but like like I want it to be better than that yeah like I'm not I, like I don't consider myself a professional but you know for like being self produced something that's self produced I want it to be like really good yeah like something like that like for sure like take it upon ourselves to start from scratch and make it into something yes yeah yeah taking it to the next level man yeah that's sick man um yeah i've seen that blink 182 thing um you know i are we on that man so all right i reached (laughs) up i haven't updated him on that yet it's been weeks um so he he says he'll get back to me okay um a lot of bands reached out after i talked to matt about it um Reached out to him, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, but you, yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> your update. I, I yeah, actually yeah. forgot, dude. I'm not even kidding. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, dude. As soon as Matt brought that up, I'm like, oh shit. Um, that sounds familiar <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. I reached out like that day, and like since then, I totally forgot about it. But it's funny. But also, too, something that along those lines about like like putting the extra time and stuff into the blank cover, like while we're all home, kind of thing. Something that has been kind of a pattern recently as far as putting content out. Um, Like I would say with the one year thing of the waiting room, I think we're going to like kind of go quiet for a while. Cause like you guys know, we've been like putting at least a couple posts out and like, like planning stuff out Mm -hmm. for every single week, pretty much since the pandemic started. And we talked about this on our, with our talk with Justin too. Yeah. And honestly, for me at this point, it's been kind of exhausting lately. Sure. And it's just like, it's a lot of content. It is a lot of content. And it's like I said, it's all self-produced. So it's, you know, all of us that have nine to five jobs, we're doing this as a passion project basically right now. And it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, man. A hundred percent. Hundred percent, yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, it it takes a toll on you. You know what I mean. But um, at the end of the day, you know, you, you as long as you get to see as you could see the bigger picture, um, you know what what is going to be on the other side and and have a plan for that, which I'm sure you guys do. You know what I mean. That's that's all that counts. You know what I mean. Yeah, kind of pick it up where we left off, I guess. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah, man. For now, put the time into writing a little bit. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. In one place at one time. and Yeah, because you, you, you don't want to get burned out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially during a quarantine where, you know, everyone's, you know, forced to kind of stay at home type of deal. No one really knows what the guidelines are. The guidelines change every other day, whatever. But, um, you know, you, you don't want to get burned out. And see, I found myself in, in this predicament the other day. Like, I. I was like, you know what? Today I'm going to write and I, I'm going to write something and it's going to be something. It's going to be something that's going to go towards something new. And it's just like, it was like too forced. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I was yeah, like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I had that a couple of days ago, dude. I plugged in my guitar and I'm like, all right, I'm going to work on something that, you know, whatever, like you said, whatever happens, it's going to be something new. And I just hit a wall. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I played for, like, two hours and just was – nothing came out. And right. I was just – and it's not that I don't know how to write. I mean, obviously, yeah. I know how to write songs. It's just after a while, you know, you're – you know, while the pandemic has been, uh, you know, a way for artists to, like, stay creative and, you know, sure. behind the scenes build up, you know, a, you know, a body of work, mm-hmm. it's – 
like you said, Matt, it's a lot. It's it's you know you're you're planning stuff almost every week. Yeah. To the point where you're just like, I need a minute to just kind of like step back and let this breathe. Well, you got to find that and balance. let the creative juices kind of come back. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. You got to find the balance, right? It's, yeah. It's a lot, you know. You have to you have to, you have to find a balance in in what you do because if not, then you know you'll hit that kind of plateau and. um mm. You know, it's, uh, you know, maybe not so much on a music side, but I mean, yeah, man. I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, I mean, you, you guys, you know, like by, you know, no, you guys don't miss, you know what I mean? It's like you're posting every day and you keep up with that. And that's so fucking. And it's getting the traffic impre- too. That's the big thing. Like you guys have a good reach locally. Yeah. You know, you guys have a really good following. That's key. Yeah. Yeah, man. But focusing, like we're talking about focusing on just that side of it. Like, I've only played guitar four times in the past six weeks. Like, yeah. twice for the videos yeah. and twice just sitting down being like, okay, I need to, you know. Right. And it's like, I have to. And, like, they were talking about this in the in that Facebook group, the pop punk networking group on Facebook. Like, somebody said, like, oh, I've been feeling, is anybody, like, feeling exhausted from trying to keep up? Yeah, like man. The, the, the keyword right there, to that for sure, trying man. to yeah. keep up with every, you know, like I guess stay ahead ahead of the curve, I guess, or whatever. Well, it's it's know. exhausting, man, because I mean, literally, like right now you know, on a band, a local band level, like you're you're just think about how many people are there that are in that race with you, like. Well, not only that, but it's like well, on, on the local band level, there, like you can only do so much. To uh, generate, you know, some type of income. Where's that too? You know, yeah, and, yeah. and and when I, I mean, I'm not saying it's all about money, but obviously money helps. You know what I mean? So it's like it helps whatever with whatever you do. You know, so it's like when when you take shows away, and you know, when really all you're relying is like you hope someone buys, you know, your record over Spotify or Apple Music or wherever they you know stream their music at. Or, you know, they, they purchase your merch and, um, you know, I mean, you know, something short of like creating a new, uh, you know, going in a direction than the normal, I guess, uh, social media outlets going in another direction of that, which, uh, we, we can kind of get into, um, I might hold for that, but you, you know, it's like. Yeah, man, it, it it gets exhausting because it's like, you know, you put in so much work and I'm not saying there's there's nothing wrong with that because you do it because you love it, obviously. But at the end of the day, it's like, man, it's like it, it all goes back to shows. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But like I was saying, too, like the oversaturation where, you know, we're all doing this at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. There's only so many ways you can be creative. I mean, yeah. when, you know. When the pandemic first hit, live streams were good because, you know, a few bands were doing them. They seemed to work. And then all of a sudden, everybody was doing them. So now that's not new and fresh anymore. Right. Um, And so on and so forth, where it's like you have it's getting exhausting just coming up with ways to stay ahead of the curve creatively, let alone creating the content itself. Well, I feel like you're almost boxed in uh, like as a as a local um you yeah, know, you're, you're kind artist. of pigeonholed a little bit to like. There's only so many avenues you can pursue, right? To get your content out there, and, and we when we were that's ta- affordable and accessible. When we right, yeah. right, mm-hmm. and when we were talking to uh, Stephen Weiss on the last podcast, 
Um, you know, he was saying that, like, you know, some genres, you know, even getting back to it, it's, it's going to kneecap, kneecap it even further. So, I mean, there's the, that that whole side of it. Yeah. I you mean, know what I mean? Just, just with like, like you said, with metal and punk, like, you know, you go to a metal show, you go to a punk show, there's a, there's a mosh pit. Everybody's kind of crowding around the stage. It's it's not really feasible right now at all. Yeah. So so nobody wants to book those. Well, you know, the, the few places that have live music right now, they don't want to book those acts because that's not safe. Right. So it, it, it kind of really puts those people behind the eight ball. Yeah. That's why I feel like, you know, with, you know, my other band, Acrolean, like we haven't really done much this, during this whole pandemic because there's only so much we can do. We did a live stream already. Right. You know, we've put out an album. At this point, you know, there's there's nothing in you, terms of the, you, I mean that to to go off of right now. You, I mean, essentially, right now, there's a bar, and that bar, just like with uh, COVID nineteen guidelines, changes every day, and it gets higher and higher and higher, and it's really you know just a question. Um, of how much, you know, you can do, physically do, because we all have, you know, other lives besides, you know, the music and the content. Like, if I could devote all my time to to, to creating, then, you know, every, things would be awesome. You know what I mean? Like John, you said there's a bar, and the first thing I thought was, what are you talking about? Bars aren't open right now. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> we, right. We got the bar right here. Yeah, cheers, <laughs> yeah, cheers to that, man. Shit. Oh, God. Victory, please sponsor us. I'll give you a free CD. <laughs> I just want to I want to point that out, too. Um, before the podcast, we were noticing how that uh, beer right there you see in frame is, like, super focused. Meanwhile, Matt's just like blurry. <laughs> Matt's like priorities, super yeah. man. Priorities. Yeah, yeah. That's what we do on this show. Yeah, man. but um, getting back to like trying to put content out and stay fresh. I think that uh, once we uh, in all systems go, once we put our next record out, I think that's kind of like the next step for us in terms of building engagement. Mm. Because first of all. Um, all that stuff that we're doing, uh, you know, doing live streams, doing cover videos, doing the Blink-182 thing. What's that? What's the end game of all that? That's to get people to come listen to us. And by listen to us, I mean listen to our original music, right? Right. But we Absolutely. only have the album and the EP. So, you know, we're putting all this effort into getting people to listen to the music that we have. But really, our catalog's kind of limited so far. I think once mm. we put out our next record, you know, obviously the music has to be solid. Um, I think that is kind of what's really going to like increase our ceiling if that makes sense yes. and our like potential in terms of like engagement yeah um and uh, on top of that um and this i really mean this um in an unfortunate way a lot of people aren't able to record and produce content right now because they're just trying to stay afloat because of the pandemic yeah so the fact that you know we are you know in that regard we're lucky the fact that we're able to um, make content the fact that we're able to talk about getting together writing this album and recording this album yeah um that's um that's good for us the fact that we're able to do that when a lot of people aren't even able to do that right now i think that's going to be a big um a big a big plus for us yeah mm, definitely yeah, there's bands just off the top of my head like i'm like i'm not going to say any names but there's bands that were killing it when shows were around that you just they kind of just fell off the map in the past yeah. year yeah and you could and see why too yeah I mean, yeah, really, yeah 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 mm -hmm. yeah i mean in the, in the local scene and like you said i mean if you don't have the means to do what we're doing right now, live music's all you have. 
Yeah. And, and, and like, you know, with the pandemic hitting, it just kind of, like you said, it they just kind of fall by the wayside. And, I mean, you know, we've been lucky enough to where our podcast has helped, you know, symbiotically worked with our music, and they've both kind of helped each other grow. We've yeah. just been kind of lucky that way. But, yeah, some bands are just kind of really, really just kind of disappearing. Mm. Yeah, I mean, last year, um, you know, I'm a big metal guy. I think so many of my favorite bands put out albums last year. This year, maybe like one band that I listen to frequently put out an album. And so I'm like, you know, scrolling through the Spotify new releases, checking out all these bands I never listened to before, which is a good thing in that regard. But like just trying to find some like new releases that came out this year. Like you can it's noticeable that like less bands put out music this year, even among the professionals. I I mean, I'm a metal guy, too. And like I find with metal, it's like. The live experience is such an important part of metal. Yeah, to where these bands want don't want to put their records out because they're like, you know, it's going to get lost. Yeah, you know, if I, if I yeah. if I hold this record yeah. till like say next year, now I can go tour. You know, metal shows are such a tight knit you know group where you know it it, it really really helps. They you kind of need that when you know, when you're promoting your album yeah like uh yeah. mike portnoy's band um i think i think it was winery dogs, winery um, dogs yep, yep. they had to cancel their tour like with no notice because if they tried to like wait for even one more show that had to end up getting canceled because of covid they would have like gone like fucking bankrupt you know yeah what I'm i mean like, even even the bigger bands like like acdc they were just like you know we we held our album till the last possible minute because you know we wanted to tour it and mm, yeah. at this point, we don't know when shows are coming back, so we're just going to put it out there. But like, you know, Angus Young had said he's like, I held this to the last possible minute. Like we we we've had this album done for a while. Yeah. So it's yeah. like you know, it's it, even bands on that level that you know yep. it's hitting everybody. Yep. The entertainment mm. business is just really you know getting it the worst. I feel like as yeah. far as. Mm. You know, yeah, well, well, we, well it's, <laughs> it, it goes back to we, we talk about it, man. Like you have like mainstream media and then you have, um, you know, bigger, bigger acts, uh, per se, ACDC and, and all these bands, you know, that rely on this big budget, you know, to perform, <laughs> to record or, you know, whatever the case is. Um, but it's allowed a door to open for the little guy. Um, but like, I mean, to your point, Matt, I mean, it, it, it's like almost a double edged sword because you have the bands that, you know, without shows, they're really not anything. Um, and it's not a diss to them or their music. It's just, you know, they, because of whatever circumstance, they're just not able to, you know, pass the time. And then the other side of that is just bands finding ways to get creative and, you know, just, pretty much not taking a no for an answer. And, um, you know, that's really been a testament to, you know, I can speak for our project. I can speak for your guys' project. Um, I mean, hell, man, Joe, you're in school. Um, you yeah. know, uh, sure. re- remind me again where you go. Temple, is it Temple? Uh, Indiana University of Pennsylvania. Indiana, okay. Western PA. Western PA. I, I was going to say, man, fellow Temple grad, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah, thought it was... Te- I just thought it was Temple because shout then, out to a uh, TU class of 2016. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cheers, cheers, Goals. Similar colors. They both have the dark red as the. Well, yeah, that's why I got confused. Yeah, I we're uh, we're classified as cherry red. Yeah, <laughs> just, a, just a, yeah. I don't know what IUP is, but it's probably not cherry red. <laughs> right, right. Well, I mean, not but but like I'm saying, like you know, it it 
you're all the way over out there, wherever that is. It sounds like it, it might be in the woods somewhere. <laughs> Who knows? Six hours. <laughs> right. Um, but, I mean, you know, that we're still able, you know, to get by. Um, mm. and, and and that's just, you know, that, that's been really, you know... Th- the freaking I mean, honestly, really, the, the 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 biggest positive to come out of that is that, you know, I mean, we got to play a show with you guys right before the world shut down. Hmm. And the fact that we're sitting in a room on, you know, what's today's date? Uh, the, the 12th, the 11th, 11th, I mean, of December. All right. Well, so, so, all right. We, so by, by the time people see this would be the 12th. So, I mean, <laughs> the fact that it's almost a year later. And, you know, it's still not like, well, the last thing All Systems Go did was, uh, you know, they played that show at Red Door Studios and we haven't heard from them since. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and you know, that's a testament to you guys, man. You know? Thank you. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Wow, man. That show feels like a lifetime ago, doesn't it? it yes. Does. Yeah. It really does. <laughs> that was a good yeah. show, man. It was fun. That was a great show. You still had a good turnout. Yeah. The Stains was the other band that played on the show. They are now known as the Estrogents, going yes. through a big, uh, big rebrand. So, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but the only thing is, I have, I have a the Stains sticker on my base case. Like, oh, I got to peel it off and get an same. <laughs> got updated, yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, Post pandemic, new gig, and we'll invite them and get the new sticker. There you go. <laughs> yeah, when everything comes back, because what was it? I just. I posted the the montage of our show at Harper's last year, mm, like yeah. recently this week. Like, if you guys were around like a few months before, like, imagine pl- like combining our show at Red Dwarf with oh. our show at Harper's. That would have mm. been fun, Dude. and hopefully it will be fun when everything comes back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the hope. Is like you know, on on a bigger scale, you see like Live Nation, like these bigger touring bands are kind of starting to release dates for next year. So it's like. While we still have no idea where we're going to end up a year from now, it's mm. giving you kind of hope. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. man, that would be just be exciting. Like, yeah. The yeah. local the local scene can come, I think, will come back. I think there's going to be a resurgence, you know, post-COVID of the local scene around here in Jersey. Because for a while it was gone, and it started to make its way back, like, right around 2017, 18, and then right, right before COVID, you know. Yeah, I mean, ever since Dean joined the band, like we haven't played one boring or bad show. I think. Unfortunately, it's just a coincidence. You're good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Shout out to Augie. We played a ton of bangers together. Yeah, yeah we but, did. But um, oh man, that show we played with uh, you all, Win by Two. Um, that was your first show, right? Your first live show. Technically, yes. Yeah. Technically, so yes. yeah, John. I mean, you. This is technically your baby. You know, you can you can t- attest to this, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was the first, like, I think of any iteration of the band, that was the first live show, right? Yeah, the uh, the crowd that y'all brought was amazing for that. Like, they oh, were yeah. really into yeah. it. Like, you know, we like all systems go, we had some people dancing, uh, Estrogen's had some people dancing, but, like, you guys, it, like, it was good that you were the last band, because oh, yes. everything was as it should be on that. Like, they were, like, jumping, and, you know. Yeah, it was. Thanks, d- man, yeah. Thanks. Was, that was, that, that really was a fun show, like. Dude, it was great. Everybody stayed the whole show and like, right. yeah, we filled that room. It was so great, dude. It made us hype for summer for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude. Summer. Oh my god. <laughs> Go, going into summer, dude. I had the high, you asked Mario. I had the highest es- expectations going we, into the summer, dude. We literally would once a week book, you know, studio like rehearsal studio time just to keep practicing on a live stage to be ready for summer. Like we had, okay. we had full plans to go like just full steam ahead, 
and it just all came to a screeching fucking halt. Well, no, wait, let me cur- let me clarify oh, something. Man. Not that we're not practicing now. But- oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not that we're not practicing now, but like we would, you know, every once in a while we would book that that rehearsal studio time just to get that live stage kind of feel and like you right. know get used to playing in a room that's made for like acoustically made for a live show and um it ended up being for what man for well i mean it, it was still a great time but <laughs> i mean I, I yeah man i mean and and it has been like i mean there's been some there's been a lot of dude for the year that 2020 has been just just bringing this scene together like all of us in the same room like and all of us like and like having like text chats and like yeah being on, just... you know being it's been great like yeah. i haven't like i've been playing in bands since high school and like i've never been this connected to my scene yeah, as dude. i am now and it's amazing dude like we're, I, talk, I talk to you guys like all the time it's exactly, great like it's dude. like yeah it's we're a great thing we're 4 years into this band and i would say 2020 is really the first and 2019 too like this is really the yeah. first like year that we've had this i think you know joe yeah like, i would agree Definitely. yeah there's like there's like a different energy in the air for for i feel like bands that you know obviously make it through this and then you know just local music in general i feel like it's a bag of popcorn just like ready yeah. to burst and i mean you guys having you know having that four years of you know four years, building man. a following you guys have like you know what i mean like for us it was like you know, we saw that and we're like, that's what we want to do. We want to be just, you know, we want to mm-hmm. follow that model. And like, you know, and the fact that we're all, you know, friends today is great. Like it's mm-hmm. been, so it's like, like a little community, you know? You yeah. you could look at t- like 2020 and this is why I stay optimistic is because you could look at it as a complete wash. You know, it was a complete, you know, whatever, whatever you want to call it, insert word here. Um, but at the end of the day, man, it's like opened up so many doors and that when shows come back, because it's not a matter if, you know, it, they're going to come back. Um, now, however that looks, that remains to be seen mm. and we'll have to see. But but there know, is a when. But but there is definitely a when. And when they come back, man, they're going to pop, dude. Like that. that's just what it is. You know what I mean? It's like it's not just like. I'm uh, okay. What are you doing on a Friday night? Oh, I'm going to a local show. It's like no, dude. I'm going and to see fucking. People are starving for live music. Like yeah, they want, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, um, you know, with you know all the bands that we have in our little scene now, like just just us alone. Like if we were all to go to each other's show, that would already be a big turnout. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, yeah, let, yeah. <laughs> like let alone our own followings as bands individually. Like that's just awesome to think about. Like. It's right. getting me excited thinking about the possibility of like playing packed venues like all the time yeah. in the summer. Man. You know what I mean? Hold off a little bit longer. Yep. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, part of the reason for all that is um, people nowadays, musicians, uh, we're all kind of starting to be more mindful of like networking and um, everything in that sort of vein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Before and maybe I'm just saying this because you know I was like in high school, like you know mm-hmm. back in the 2010s, but. Um, it's like before we would say, all right, we're going to get out there and we're going to play music and, um, you know, we're going to express ourselves and people are going to like our music and they're going to like us, you know, that's I, and, and, and like, you know, you'd play a show and you, you would have never heard of any other band on the show. Now, exactly. I think now that, um, you know, everyone's starting to take more seriously, uh, the act of like advocating for themselves and producing their own stuff and putting their own content out, um, 
getting to know the other bands that were everybody's playing with it's kind of becoming the norm i think mm. and like you know in high school we didn't even realize like consciously that shows had multiple bands on them you know like we yeah. would play right, right. like we would play you know do you remember the coffee houses that they had at the church or whatever yeah, yeah. like it would be whoever signed up to play there and there were a few where there were multiple bands but the concept of oh there's a show tonight at this bar and these four bands are playing next weekend it's going to be a different amount of four bands because that's how a lineup that's how shows work we didn't in high school we didn't realize that and now like that's all who are you going to play with tonight who are you going to play with next week you know what i mean yeah yeah and then you discover more local bands that way and uh you discover some uh, real gems of uh recordings um out there too like a lot of my favorite music that i've heard recently has been local bands yeah Yeah. i mean look about it these bands shout out to win by two's album that's out this (laughs) shout out to all systems go album (laughs) but like it's funny like you know let's just uh tap each other on the back (laughs) (laughs) got it like you know as a local band like you're you know you're young you're hungry like you know you're unsigned like you're putting you're, you're constantly putting all your effort into your craft and you're doing it without anybody else's like outside opinions like influencing that mm. where you know a bigger band that maybe changes their sound may have like ghost writers on songs or you know a producer that's in their ear telling them exactly what to do a label telling them exactly what to do um so i find the same thing like i find myself now more Going into like those like pop punk networking Facebook pages or like going on YouTube and just like typing in like alternative bands or rock bands, pop punk bands, whatever, and just finding local music and finding like these like local like underground unsigned bands. Yeah, that networking group and like that whole community, that is a great community. Like yeah. the, the, the it's same, a, it's a great tool. The same and the same, like maybe 30 people that advocate and post in there, like on a regular basis, like, um, the guys in the bands pull the curtain, two eyes open, a few too many, like, like, you know, the people who regularly, by the way, interact. shout out to two eyes open. Yeah. Dustin, shout out to you, bud. Yeah. He, they'll be on the new year's yeah, Eve stream, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah. But, sorry. Good. Yeah, but the people in that whole community who, like we're talking about now, they know it's the same way wherever they're from, you know? Right. Like, they know that we all have to hold off for a few months longer, so they're trying to, like, you know, create content and, like, keep each other informed and, you know, stuff like that. Like, that whole community in and of itself is nice. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, just out of that community alone, I mean, there's been, you know. I mean, we we, we posted, I posted that like once a week at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's free promotion that's like right there if you just right. look. I mean, if you just go on, I mean, even, not even just promoting us and win by two. Like, I go on there and just look to see like, hey, what, you know, what new bands this week are like posting their Spotify links. Like, let me just check yeah. some, well, let me just check out some music. You know what I mean? To Dean's point, man, it's like, dude, the, the, the music that's been coming out of the local scene, you know, is like, it, you could tell like there's that hunger, you know what I yeah, mean? It, it just feels like, you know, organic. It feels, you know, personable. It, you, you know, you get the sense that it's like, it's, it's fucking real. Right. Devin was the first one to say this, like, within our band. Like, I want to say maybe, like, early 2019, late 2018, he was like, dude, half of what I listen to now is just all local stuff. Yeah. Like, once you get into that, not it's not a trap, per no. se, but <laughs> once you fall into that, like, that, 
I don't even know what to call it. Like, it's like that you just ro- go down no, that sure. rabbit hole. Or <laughs> the rabbit hole. Rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah, yeah, it's better, like yeah. this whole world you never knew existed because yeah, you're yeah, listening to yeah. stuff you that's popular. You know? And then you're like, oh, wait. This never... Oh, this is new. This is cool. Yeah, yeah. and like you'd be surprised how many people also feel that way. Like yeah. Even just like me, like my girlfriend, um, you know, when we started dating... She's really big into going to like you know like like little indie basement shows, mm. and when we started dating, like I would go with her all the time. There'd be shows like Temple and Drexel, like you know, out in Philly, and it was great. And like to this day, I still follow these bands. Mm-hmm. I still like keep up to date what they're doing, and like if they're playing a basement somewhere off campus in Temple, like I'll go. It's fucking awesome. You know, it's crazy, dude. Speaking about that, like basement shows and and whatnot. Um, I seen All Time Low back in 2008 at Cabrini College when Damn, they when they dude, were really? when they were yeah when they were a, technically a quote unquote local band that's nuts yeah that's dude. awesome that's that's yeah. fucking awesome dude. yeah, yeah dude. I mean but but what I'm saying is and they opened up for our singer Alex um, his brother was in a band um, called uh, Your Sweet Uncertainty and. Um, the drummer of that band was uh, Jeff Cummer from the early November. Um, oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, man. Um, Alex's brother, uh, Mike Clemish, shout out to, you know, the Clemish family. Um, he played bass on that, um, you know, with that band. But, you know, they, that band opened for them and then look where all time low went, you know, from there. Dude, you know what I mean? Took off. <laughs> they, they just took the fuck off, bro. You know, I mean, that's what I'm saying is that's not it's not doable it's not not doable for any one of us and especially now with the power I feel like of us having this like driving force where we're one like organism essentially mm-hmm. collectively yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. With, with that I mean that's kind of like a new thing I mean it's been there in a sense but to I guess more having the technology and having like the social media aspect it helps it's you know think about it in the 90s and the 80s you had to go you know you had to go to the venue and you had to like kind of hang around and like you know get the word of mouth and that kind of thing and Mm. flyers would be posted whatever now you can go on you know you can go on YouTube and just type in a genre (laughs) and you'll find 20 bands in that genre that are from this area Right, yeah. like it's 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 right at your fingertips now. Right, mm. right, man. Yeah, I mean it, it. It's all accessible. It, it's all right there. I mean, but that. But then it it all goes back to you know the oversaturation of it. You know what I mean? And and when you get caught up in that, see, I'm fired. What I'm fired up for, man, is is the return of shows, the return of of. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even call it a local scene anymore. I would just call it like the Jersey, you know, South Jersey, PA, uh, Philadelphia scene. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it's it's all interconnected through some way. You know, we all know someone in a specific project. You know what I mean? That yeah. You know, so it's like at that point, it's just like South Jersey, Philadelphia, and and furthermore, I'm just naming those two places. Mm-hmm. But um. And you the traction's there, too. That's important. That's what I mean, yeah. Like, you know, at the end of the day, we can all sit here and, you know, kind of like, you know, pat each other on the back. Right. But, you know, the fact that there's actually track, there's actually some kind of smoke behind it, you know what I mean? That, like, right. where there's smoke, there's fire. And, like, you know, right. the fact that we have that. Right. 
it, it speaks volumes for it that you know when shows come back, these people that are you know keeping engaged on social media will come to the shows. Which I I, I want to shout out to 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 our fans to Autism's Go your your guys's fans to any any one of you know anybody who supports local music like it's a it's a tough thing right now you know what I mean like it's a very easy thing. To go watch a band like All Time Low or A Day to Remember or Blink-182. Because they're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. and, and They can be quiet during this whole pandemic and it doesn't matter. Right. They have the body of work. They have the PR team. And they got millions they the of label, dollars. Millions of dollars <laughs> yeah. to do whatever yeah. the fuck they want. One <laughs> million dollars. <laughs> Sharks with freaking laser beams on them. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Um, I mean, but you know, it's it the for people sticking around, man. Um, <laughs> it's not going back to me tapping myself on the back either. But it, but it just it just shows like when everything does come back, it's it's not going to be like this. Uh, you know, some sort of like flat line type thing. It's going to be this like I feel like this elevation. It's going to be an up curve. I'm excited yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. Um, we were we were talking earlier um, about uh, the waiting room um, just being over a year old. Uh, mm-hmm. when, when exactly did it come out? Uh, in December? December 6th of last year. December 6th of last year. Yeah. So, all right. Question I wanted to ask you guys as a band. I know we got on a tangent about local <laughs> music and being fired up, but man, dude, I mean, you, you gotta be fired up, man. If you're not fired up, like what the fuck? Um, get fired up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fuck. Um, but now wh- what, I, what is the most, I guess, memorable or iconic thing or memory from that record, from the waiting room? That you guys either performed or you witnessed in the studio or what have you. What has been a highlight of that moment? I want to go around and ask the band. That. Yeah, I'll take that. Um, I, uh, I, you know, I joined the band in like September of last year or whatever. Um, so I didn't record the waiting room. The first time I heard it is when uh, we were trying to like um, get the mix all figured out. Um, and the first time I heard, because before then I was familiar with Garden State Skies. I had listened to it um, mostly, especially when I was getting ready to join the band. Um, you know, I thought they were going to grill my ass during the audition, but <laughs> anyway, I. Uh, you were I, their first choice. Uh, I was the first. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah, take that credit. But, yeah, um, man, you're here. You made it. <laughs> I, I, I didn't get rejected, so. Hey. But um, first time I heard the waiting room, I was like, holy shit, like, this is awesome. Like, um,. I think uh, right from the get-go, uh, you know, story so far, T.J. Ackerberg, I think the song that blew me away the most the first time I heard it was actually Rom-Com because, uh, <laughs> ironically enough, the mix was, like, almost flawless, like, f- right from the get-go. Yeah, like, the Jamie first. got it right on the first try. Yeah, like, yeah. 100%. Yeah, the, when I heard that, I was like, this is, like, you know, like, I could be hearing this on, like, the radio. Right. Um, so, like, the yeah, first really. time I heard The Waiting Room... I was listening to it. Um, it was one of my favorite albums of the year of any genre, and I, I can I can talk it up because I wasn't in the band at the time, so it's not like you know it's not self-aggrandizing. But uh, the first time I heard it, I you know I, I was like listening to it at work and shit, like you know. So yeah, solid man, solid. Mm. Uh, I think um, it was really fun to record it 
and it was well having someone to produce and to be able to work with someone of such a high caliber like jamie at blue light um took some of the pressure off so we got to have a little bit more fun and we did have more fun yeah. <laughs> in the recording process. Oh, yeah. and there's, a, there's a whole YouTube co- YouTube video um, of us just kind of basically just goofing off in the studio. Uh, it was a really good time. But yeah. I've also really enjoyed the fact of uh, people who I would never expect just being like, hey, I really enjoyed listening to that album. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. Like, I'm glad I, I'm always like, I'm glad you like it. Like, I'm glad that something I was a part of, like gave you some joy mm-hmm. you know and to get that positive reaction on anything that you're a part of making but in particular the waiting room was uh it's just so rewarding every time solid yeah everything that he said i would say plus my favorite uh like experience of the waiting room was probably all the vocal sessions that me and devin had mm. um especially because you know like at this point the music that's going in the headphones while you're in the booth is almost the finished product right so and this is something that we i guess we kind of didn't do as well like more so when we were producing garden state skies it was more so kind of get the notes right right this time this is one one of the biggest takeaways that jamie had when we were working with him was you can't edit you can't vocally edit your attitude when you're in the booth and you're projecting whatever emotions are in the song because I remember I was I had really bad allergies and I was kind of sick on the day that we recorded the story so far, like the vocals. That's deep as shit, dude. By yeah. The way. So like, <laughs> so it was like Jamie's a good dude, man. I know him way back from like you know the tides. Of tides of deception. Yeah, yeah. Man. he's a wow. good dude. He's a good dude. So it was like, um, like recording the story so far. I was like, like. I want it to sound like the Wonder Years, but I don't like like I can't get the if I'm if I yell it straight, I can't get the note perfectly right. And he was like, dude, like just have the attitude as best as you can. Right. And I was like, okay. And then vocal take, and I thought it sounded okay when I sang it. And then Jamie was just like, and um, our friend Zach from the band The Forest View Movement, who also works at Blue Light, was in the studio with us too, helping us with the harmonies. And Devin too from uh from the control room they were like that was it 100 percent. and then it was like okay so then proceeding through the rest of the songs i kept that in mind right and i'm like okay like tj eckelberg sing this as angrily as you possibly can kind of thing like rom-com trying to like keep it as smooth as you possibly can right. just having all like being able to get the emotions out that right. i wasn't able to really do or think about like self-recording Garden State Skies. Dude, you know? the first time on TJ Eckberg I heard, and what's more, I think you're a liar. I was like, whoa, what happened there? Like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> that like like scared me a little bit. That was the last thing I recorded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. The very last. Well, it's yeah. funny too, like with Jamie being a front man, you know, he, he knows like what, mm-hmm. you know, what it takes and like what, you know, what, you know, with, with, with the Tides of Deception thing, like, you know, he, you know, having a metalcore background he kind of has that like you know he puts kind of all into it i've seen those guys live a few times back in the day and you, you can kind of see like where he gets his production look at mario tips. flexing his uh local <laughs> music muscle <laughs> Flex. i love it oh he had uh he had carson and grant who produced uh, august burns red's albums produce his band's album I yeah think, back yeah in the day. Their, their shit was great man i've seen them a bunch of times um the last time being at um Game Changer Roar, I think, in Harold, an Owl. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a great guy. I've known him for a while. Yeah. Solid. What was I going to say? Oh, TJ Eckelberg. The, uh, I'll Never Let It Happen Again. The, the scream that's under there, that was Jamie. 
Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It was Big like, sense. we're Big like, total sense now. <laughs> it was like, yeah. I kind of want to, the originally in the, in the, like the phone file that I had, I overdubbed a gang vocal that was supposed to happen right after that. And then Jamie was like, okay, so can either of you guys scream? And I was like, no. Then no. I was like, no. And then he was like, all right, so we're going to double a scream underneath the last note. And I'm like, okay dude sure and then i was like yeah and he was like just hit the space bar hit like three or whatever whenever um you know drag like i didn't know how to use pro- i don't use At pro tools so it's like yeah. like okay he goes in like the tracks the the volume in the studios kind of thing and then all of a sudden like it just completely coming through the speakers i was like oh okay so that's what we're doing for that and then you guys know it works for the song so oh yeah I do the scream live, but uh, you know I'm not. I can't uh, quite do it as well as Jamie did. I don't think so. Dude, see, like looking from the uh, at the band from afar, I would think like Matt, you would be able to scream like. I wish ne- I could, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. you would look. I mean, you would look like you could scream, and Devin, like, just he doesn't look like, look like he could scream. Um, but and that's crazy that you scream, dude. Like out of everything, like that was the last person I thought. I had to practice a lot in the car. <laughs> uh, that's insane. So you dude. find people staring at you, red lights, or like. Oh. So well, when I get to the red light, I get a little self conscious. I go, and then I volume down. <laughs> well, dude, what you got to do is you got to pull up, like either you either got to pull up. In front of the car that's sitting next to you or behind the car. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, I always, if I'm listening to, like, I listen to the, I've been listening to the the Fall of Troy, the Doppelganger album Ooh. recently and just fucking blasting that in the car. So then when, if I had the windows down, and be like, see, like, come up to a stoplight. If this is, like, where the window is of the first car, uh, just not... No, I'll right stay on. a little bit back. Right, right. Hold on the window. You got the flesh god apocalypse going. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I'm like driving. I'm like at a red light, and like I'm listening to like Body Snatcher, and I'm like, it's <laughs> 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 like I got my hand over my mouth. I'm like, you gonna learn today? <laughs> the old lady next to me is like, is this guy? She's like, oh fuck! There's uh, there's a pan, it's a global pandemic, and there's this kid, <laughs> there's this kid yelling at his steering wheel. She's like, yeah, that that car definitely is infected with COVID nineteen. <laughs> this guy's just spreading the virus all over his car. <laughs> Just spitting all over the windows. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! People don't understand metal music, man. Like, all right, it let's... slaps. John, <laughs> what? John had a firsthand experience. He first came, hand. he came to that our, our Crowleyan show at the Voltage Lounge. I did in February. I did, and uh, you know what? Um, I'm I'm not a big straight metal. That was guy. when we opened. It was Body Snatcher, Born Anew. Uh, Great the, American Ghost. Great American Boston, Ghost. Yeah, yeah. Um, hardcore like band really from cool Boston. Band name. Yeah, yeah, Great yeah. Ghost? They were, wow. dude. They were, they were honestly probably my favorite, dude. They were great. They were solid. Yeah. So is Body Snatchers, though. Dude, oh yeah. Well, so is Body Snatchers. They just dropped the song too recently. I think today. But I, I did, oh, heavy, did they? Dude, heavy, dude, heavy as fuck. Yeah, I can only imagine. <laughs> it's fucking heavy, dude. That, but I mean, you know, we were talking about that, man. Fuck it. I'm not even going to bring that up. Uh, but no, Mario, what you were saying. Yeah, I had a first-hand experience at that. Um, I was up on stage and... Yeah, I, he was... 
So he was off stage shooting the set and like kind of taking pictures and like video for us. Mm-hmm. And you know, we made sure we we made sure that John was able to get up there on stage with us, like you know, and you know, shout out to Mar- Mario for that. Mm-hmm. I almost choked up my beer. <laughs> <laughs> I've had one. Yeah, my many. first metal show was uh, Children of Bodom. Never went to a concert without earplugs after that. <laughs> Actually, technically, my first metal show was like Avenged Sevenfold Metallica, but after that, it was Children of Bodom. I was like, all right, earplugs from now on, because I couldn't even hear the fucking music. It was like, <sighs> so that was the sound of it clipping. Dude, in my I'm ears. telling you, <laughs> my first metal show was last year. Actually, really, August Burns Red, Silent Planet, and Silverstein at the Chameleon Club. August Burns Red's great, man. I got, I got my shoulder fucked up. In an August Burns Ooh. red pit, dude. Me and my buddy got my first year. I went to Warp Tour was like 2015. I had I had never went before that. Yeah, a Chameleon um, Club thousand person uh, venue. Me and my buddy got swept. Oh, it was probably a war zone into dude. the pit basically. <laughs> yeah. And for one of the songs, they were playing the Constellations album. They, they're playing like uh, like Mariana's Trench or something because JB was playing the solo or whatever. We were in the front row. Like, we just happened to find our way up to the front row, and I was like, this is and so just, cool. And it's just mayhem, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Total chaos. Dude, I'm telling you, man. I remember, like, this was, I pushed, so I got up to the front, and I just remember they came out, started playing, and I just saw a foot. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a van's shoe, like, sitting on my shoulder. And my whole arm just went dead. <laughs> and this guy just launched over the barricade. And I'm like, <laughs> so it's going to be one of those kind of shows. <laughs> dude, I walked the whole rest of the way around Warped Tour. I'm walking around Camden like this. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> well, you that guys, was, but it was amazing. You guys yeah. having that crowd who was like like moving around in the room like that. like show, Like that's part of, well, metal. And then like pop punk too, I feel like. That's what makes pop punk shows way more fun yeah i mean we the energy yeah i mean that's why you know it was cool we had bill and uh jess come to that first show they yeah they got the and our it's kind of foreshadowing uh mitch yeah our you know yeah our current guitarist mitch was was at the show mitch was at that show as a spectator he was uh one of the guys in the pit in the front too but two-stepping two-stepping and kind of moving around yeah (laughs) yeah, that one video clip that we have this week or something but wait, you have a video clip coming out this week? No, the one like the um the post from the one year uh, anniversary oh, date. Okay. Like uh, the guys in the estrogens took like a they had like a um like a highlight video of that show. So I grabbed a clip from that video of like us playing, and Mitch is in the middle like two stepping during our set. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mitch is a two stepper, dude. Um. <laughs> Fucking yeah, man. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else you could say, dude. But it is foreshadowing because now he's in the band. But Mitch was always like, Mitch was always in the band, though. I mean, back. Yeah, I mean, he was one of the original members. Yeah. Yeah. So I wait, mean, is he your uh, the guitarist that just rejoined? He j- yeah. And he was also the guy that was two stepping at the show. Right. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, I talked yeah. to him so, at the so, Halloween. Yeah. So our guitarist, um, Brian had um, informed us that he was joining the Navy. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's going to go serve our country. Yeah, so he's yeah. he's pursuing, he's always, that's always been a dream of his was to, you know, serve the country in the Navy. So he went off to the Navy and uh, we had Mitch fill in. We we played at the watering hole. Um, was it October? October, yeah. And uh, yeah, since then, you know, f- you know, he's been back in the band, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's fit like 
uh, something like OJ's glove, if you know what I'm saying. I don't want to take it too dark. Oh man, is that too dark, dude? That's <laughs> that's uh, that's quite a left turn. Man. <laughs> that's dark. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, we'll just uh, strike it from let's the record, just, yeah. dude. I don't let's know. Redact man. that one. I don't know. Nah, man, we don't have to redact it. We'll just blame it on victory. Uh, golden monkey, man. <laughs> John's getting all 11 and a half percent. Oh, shit, man. Uh, nah, dude, this is great. Uh, Make sure that's yeah, dude. Perfect face- product placement that's right there, man. Right See there? there? Yeah, Victory, uh, you know, Victory IPA, Golden Monkey. If you're, you know, bite. if you guys are listening, when, you know, when shows come back, Xfinity Live has the Victory Beer Hall. Why don't you guys have us come play on that stage? Boom. Boom. There it is, right there. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> um, nah, man, I, I, I'm having a blast doing this. Um, you know, this is the fiftieth fiftieth episode of uh, In the Paint. Um, like I said, from you know when we kicked the show off, uh, you know, you guys are pioneers of this show. I mean, you were one of the f- no, not you were one of. You they were like were, the first big guests. They were yeah. the first guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't count you no, or I'm, Alex. I'm just filling. <laughs> I'm just filling fucking time, dude. <laughs> we, nobody, nobody cared at the time. So I'm like, listen, I'll just, you know, I'll just shit. be somebody else. Yeah, for you know, a couple hours. No, but no. I mean, I, I, I appreciate it. I mean, I appreciate everyone who's who's been on the show, 100. percent But you know, like I said in the beginning, man, th- it, this is something special. You know, it's it's something that I I never foreseen coming. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Well, thanks for having us. I mean, we're always looking yeah. for opportunities to like you know kind of get talked to about yeah. music. So I mean, you know, exactly. Like, anytime anybody wants to talk to us is always an honor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so thank yeah, you. And, you know, no, but seriously, of, thank you. Yeah. No. yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, we got this friendship. It's like great, man. It's, it's awesome. It's, it's dude. sick, dude. It's great. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I mean, I so all right. I I I kind of get a little serious right here. Um. I don't know how much you could talk about. I know you, you, you mentioned a couple of things off. You'll be able to talk about off air. But what does, um, and I'm kind of asking this question kind of early, but what does uh, 2020, the rest of 2020 and 2021 look like as of right now for all systems go? Go ahead, Joe. That's you. Uh, For me. No, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> He's like, Whoa. I'm kind of looking at Joe. Cause, um, so, so, because I know in that video that we, that us three just did, we kind of all put what's next like differently as far as like the next record goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I've talked about it with these guys. Like, kind of, I would want um, probably like our EP definitely did better I think having six songs as opposed to the album which had nine songs um I like the idea and I think we all like the idea of album two but if it was album two and not the next EP per se like album two would only have like seven songs so it would be more like a long EP so I think what we're gonna do is write and like flesh out every idea that we can possibly get like i know we've talked about this before for sure like having like 15 demos ready before like 
like 15 or 20 demo just like as a like hypothetically a lot of demos ready to narrow it down to okay now which seven songs tell the best story fit on the fit on the bill the best you know what i mean right right and like so far so far like like the new stuff we have two things that are two songs that are done or like like almost done kind of thing all written yeah yeah Mm. So you guys, all right. So you guys have essentially. I mean, because I know, you know, like, like I said, Joe, um, Joe's in college right now. Mm. Um, who is there? Anyone else in college? By the way, should I should know That's about grad school? school yeah, most grad of my school. stuff's online now. Online. Though, yeah, right. So okay. Um, I mean, I I count that, but I don't. But you're not on campus, is what I'm saying. Yeah, like I don't have to go away or anything. So. Okay. Um. So yeah, I mean. Um. So you guys, I mean, are, are you guys? finding it difficult right now um you know to 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 write any of the music i mean or is it difficult to practice i mean being away with with the school the schooling and everything and having that being a priority or um you know i i know you we were talking earlier about it being kind of like you know taking a break but um you know do you think that's something where i guess you know because I mean, I I know what there's what, what winter break coming up right now, right? Essentially, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. just got home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh huh. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you have winter break coming up, and mm-hmm. what's that? How how many weeks is that? Four or five weeks. Um, I'm actually probably gonna end up heading back a little early because this is buckling down for the last semester of grad school. I have to perform a uh, recital at the end of the semester. Okay. So I gotta prepare for that um, coming up, and then I'll be done with school for a little while, and I can you know do other life things and finally not be a student for the first time in a ton of years but <laughs> yeah i mean because I, I mean and that's big too man congratulations yeah. oh thanks appreciate yeah. it yeah yeah man congrats 100 percent. um but i'm just trying to wrap my head around um how all systems go is going to look because um you know you have school which is an, an important thing but you also have, you know, um, you know, these songs that, you know, need to be fleshed out. And you said you have two done, right? Well, close to close to it. One of say. them is basically, Dean, like completely done. Like, come, wow. Like we played it on our live stream, like in yeah. August. One of them is 100% done. We just need mm-hmm. to make a demo that's full sounding and like make the track itself kind of thing, you know? Right. And then the other one is instrumentally done. But any vocal melody that I've thought of for it, I don't like. And, like, the hmm. lyrics that I've written down for it, I don't like yet. So I'm hoping we can kind of figure that out as a yeah. group kind of thing, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, any – whoops, wrong uh, wrong angle. Any plans on um, – are, are you guys kind of taking it – because we were talking about self-producing earlier and everything like that. Are you guys taking it um, kind of like, you know, maybe day by day and, you know, having an open mind to – who you work with next or is your mind kind of made up with that and you don't have to disclose who it is but our mind is pretty i would say if we can it's pretty much made up yeah a hundred percent but disclaimer for before we answer anything else or any other parts of this question huge disclaimer we don't have a game plan at all set in stone for anything in the next year so we're taking it day by day You know what I mean? Like when I said when I said the this week's content is going to be the last for a while, like it's going to be the last for like a while, while like we're going to 
completely focus on whatever's next and just day stick, by day, you know? Stick to that, yeah. 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 In my mind, our goals are put out a new record and um, do that, uh, you know, if you want to call it like a quasi-tour almost, uh, play shows, the shows that we want to play this summer, do them next summer if we're able to, uh, you know, not just elsewhere in New Jersey, but also in like New England, Delaware, et cetera. So. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like me and Joe will both be done. Like I, I'll gra- I'll be graduating in May too, or I'll be done with school in May. So hopefully, if we have extra time in this in the summer, and like if shows come back in the summer at that right. point too, like I'm pretty sure we should be able to load up the schedule. Like if we have time, if we can, like why not? You know. Um, but until then, for sure, we just want to like piece together whatever the new songs end up being right i guess right because all of our writing styles are completely different like Mm -hmm. that's one thing that's a huge factor in whatever's next too right right yeah i mean we we were kind of talking about this uh a little bit but like kind of gathering you know for the summer you know because by the summer we'll really have well, I say this now, but I'll, I'll I, I feel like by the summer we'll know because if yeah, the, but if we, the dude, major but we, tours, we said this. Uh, we said this, you know, in the spring, we were like, "Oh, by the fall, we should really know what the hell is going on." I John, John has been from day one. You can go back and watch the first episode of the podcast. He's from day one been the most positive person I've ever seen <laughs> with this pandemic. He's like, guys, two weeks, we're gonna crush this curve. We're good. We're, we're gonna be back on the road in like June, and dude, he's been he's been he's been pushing it for months. But I gotta give it to him, man. He's been consistent. It helps. Yeah. I mean, it makes yeah. He's he's honestly kept this all like you know. I mean, with win by two, he's been like you know the driving force and keeping us focused and like mm-hmm. yeah, you know so setting us up for if shows do come back, say in the summer, we're we're you know we're full steam ahead. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, um, I th- thank you, Mario. You yeah, dude, like, like, I yeah. All jokes that. aside, man, yeah. you really like, you really been kind of like, you know, really driving us, you know, to keep, you know, keep being creative and yeah, that's what keep it's, up on our shit, man. That's what it's about, man. That's what we were talking about earlier. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, and we and we kind of it, it kind of loops into every show, but you know, it's it, it's being it's being content content creators and you know i know you guys um you know you're mentioning matt that you know this is it for a while but um that's not necessarily a bad thing you know what i mean um like we were talking about earlier you don't want to get burnt out um that's a big thing you want to keep it fresh that's a that's another big thing um and, and then also too man you know like i was saying earlier there's other stuff that we all deal with than than this. If this was our main project, then it would be like, well, when's all, all systems go, you know, that new record should be out by April. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, but you know, we, we there's a lot on everyone's plates right now, man, and 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 it's just a testament to everyone in this room, everyone who's been on this show, or everyone who's still putting out content and music, man. Up to this point, it's. You know, it, it's, it's a big testament to them, you know, just pushing through and, and getting through. And, and the fact, even though you guys might not know what it looks like, you know what I mean? You know, um, if you don't know what it looks like in the next week, that's that's really not that 
big of a deal because you've guys been you guys have been on your shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it that it's been awesome to see because it, it motivates us and it motivates a lot of other people. And it, it, it it's almost like a lead by example thing. And then once you get one wheel turning, you know, you get all these other minds and, and I wheels think we turning. all motivate each other exactly. It, like more like like the gears, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, a hundred percent. Like, it only takes one, dude. Um, there, there's a saying, you know, if I, if we build it, they will come, type of deal. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? So, that's all. And, and you know, I mentioned it on a previous show too. Like another thing, I, I had read a quote that I feel like is, you know gives you a lot of hope. You know, after the plague, there was the Renaissance. Yes. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I think I sure hope that's, that's I sure hope that's the case, you know. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um yeah, I mean, dude, you know, for every for every good thing that's happened over the course of history, I could probably bet my last dollar that something bad happened right before that. You know what I mean? Something or bad or, you know, just or just you know, just something that just changed the paradigm of like yeah change what paradigm. normal is or what life is in that moment right yep. right or or you know maybe not even necessarily bad yeah like you said like change paradigm or you know just just something came along that you know wasn't expected sort of deal you know what i mean yeah, it's life changing yeah life changing but on the other side of that there was something like a blossoming flower so to speak you know, and I'm I'm really excited to see what the future holds for, you know, for you guys at All Systems Go, um, for us at Win by Two. I know we got the New Year's Eve stream, man. I want to plug Dude, that. Dude, that's a, a great bit. lineup. Mm. That's a killer fucking lineup. Yeah, I'm excited for that show. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah man. I'm pumped for that too. I'm I'm glad you guys. I'm glad you guys are doing it. Um, like I said when when on the group chat, I was like. Dude, I would just feel wrong if you guys didn't do it. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, we've been talking about this, you know, pretty much the whole show. It's like the camaraderie and and the friendship and how we kind of all feed off each other. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, you guys, in a sense, are almost a part of us as we are a part of you, if that makes sense in any way, you know? So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm super stoked for that, man. Super stoked. Um, well, thanks for getting us in on it. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Yeah, I mean, you you guys are always welcome. You guys are always welcome on this show. You guys are always welcome to hop on a live stream, hop on whatever the fuck we're doing, hop on a show, man. I I hope the next time that we we get together, wherever that is, it's live. It's with you know. Uh, you know, live mixing engineer, and you know we're we're, we're not promo- having we're, to worry. We're, we're promoting like a you know an East Coast tour or something together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that's something we've been talking about. Is, is kind of getting a little tour going, but we'll see how that goes. Um, you know, throughout the next couple months, man. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I I, I usually I usually end the podcast with uh. You know, so what, I mean, I, you guys kind of answer that though already, but I usually end up with what can we expect from, you know, the next couple, couple months. But, uh, you know, I, I appreciate, I, I appreciate what you guys are doing and, 
and where you're coming from. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you've been pumping out so much great content and it's been on point. Um, You know what I mean? So, you know, I I applaud you guys for that. And, um, you know what I mean? Uh, Thanks. Well, we'll uh, we'll be uh, tuned uh, to see what uh, the content you all put out next too. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We got some stuff uh, coming down the pipeline. Yeah. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Next like six months or so, we're gonna be like, really, you know, especially with as far as like you know, new music coming out. Right? Nice, we got cool. some stuff oh, yeah. coming. Yeah, man, it, it's gonna be sick. And and Matt, I know the last time we were on, uh, you were on the show specifically, and I think maybe even last time All Systems Go was on the show as as a band, we were talking about some type of uh, collab type of split. Um, Dude, I'm not opposed to that. I'm all for it, man. I can get... Let's do it here, man. We can just record it right here. Well, we could do it here. I mean... We can go anywhere. Call Jamie. It's an idea, Call Jamie. We can call... uh, You know, we have some studio time. Uh, We could get in there. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of options, dude. There's a lot of options. Mm. You know... Sky's the limit, man. Sky's the limit. Why not? At the end of the day, it's like, why not? Just try it. I mean... In a day and age where, like, you kind of just have to throw shit at the wall and see what sticks, why not, man? Like, it can be fun. It can be a really good experience. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, well, I mean, guys, I mean, like I said, this has been awesome. Um, you know, this has been the fucking 50th episode. You guys were the, the first fucking guest on this show. <laughs> to look back on that... To look where it's at now, I mean, it's... It's, it's as full circle as it gets. It's as full circle as it gets. Yeah. And See you know. at episode 100. <laughs> See you at episode 69. <laughs> nice. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers to that one, yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Cheers to that one, man. Um, for everyone out there listening, everyone out there watching, um, for people who don't know All Systems Go, where would you like people to go to... Uh, Go and find you guys. Spotify. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> if you search All Systems Go on Spotify, it is the one with the bird, Spanky the Sparrow, as the logo yeah. in the picture. Um, and we're also on basically all social media at All Systems Go NJ. <laughs> we're on Tidal, if you're one of those uh, audio fidelity nerds. We're on Tidal, <laughs> we're on Deezer, we're on Pandora. What, what, what? Deezer. I'm setting myself up for to get owned. What is Deezer? <laughs> <laughs> These are these nuts. <laughs> I was like, did he just make that up just to get me? No, uh, we're on LimeWire, we're on MySpace, we're on, we're on BitTorrent, we're on UTorrent, we're on everything. Listen, yes. take the risk. Your computer might get AIDS, but their EP's worth it. Fucking download that shit on LimeWire. Oh my god. Yeah, wherever you listen to music, go listen to the Waiting Room EP. It's one year old and, yeah. Oh man, dude. Um, I would say you know look forward to the uh, to the new all systems go, but you know you heard it here first. Um, they're kind of going into a hibernation mode, but you know what? It's fucking dope because at, on the other side of that, I know, I know in my heart of hearts that there's going to be something that's fucking epic that comes out of this. So I'm excited as fuck for you guys. <laughs> and there goes the camera. All right. 
I just want to be clear. I didn't. It do wasn't that. him. Yeah, I didn't do that. That actually. Here, here, go ahead and switch to it while I'm talking. See. <laughs> that actually was slowly moving throughout the podcast. I think if you. Uh, I think it was. Yeah. Wow. If you try to look like I moved towards the side of the screen. Like yeah. Mario, can you put that back up? Because I. Uh, sorry. I can attempt to. So we have a camera down. It's all right. And oh no! <laughs> Joe, Dean, this is where we end the show. When cameras start dropping, that's that's a sign where we end the show. Matt, Joe, Dean, all systems go. Um, fucking listen to the waiting room. Check their fucking uh, socials out. You know, do what you got to do. Support local music. Um, you know, support local podcast. Obviously, we have cameras dropping. We have fucking, you know, just everything that could go uh, wrong. You know, sometimes goes right with a little bit of uh, a little bit of push, I guess, so to speak. Shout out to Victory Beer. Uh, in match shot the whole night. It's just been crystal clear. Um, so shout out to them. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Mario. As always, dude. John, fucking as always, 50 episodes, man. Dude, dude, shout out to 50 episodes, man. Shout out to 50. I'll take another drink to 50. Woo. How's that, man? Congratulations, fellas. Solid, yeah, thank dude. You, Solid, dude. Thank, yeah. you, thank, thank you, you guys for, for coming us. on. Yeah. Um, all systems go. You can check them out everywhere uh, on social media. They're streaming everywhere. Um, guys, it's been a pleasure. Likewise. Mm. Good night, everyone. Enjoy your weekend. Mm. Oh, that's the bell to drink. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>